Today, an illegal immigrant is wanted for the brutal murder of five innocent people. A new private calendar of Jeffrey Epstein's has been released, and we do have some names we will be sharing with you. And Bud Light continues its suicide mission with another cringy ad. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. And before we get to the news of the day, for those who may have missed it, a few weeks ago, I received a strike from the benevolent overlords at YouTube who removed three videos of mine for speaking out against transing the kids. Now, once the videos were unilaterally removed, I assumed the problem had been resolved. And we even took steps here at the News and Why It Matters to ensure that the YouTube version of this show did not include anything that could have angered the fascist regime over at their HQ. Those of you watching on YouTube right now may scoff at our attempts to toe the line with the overlords, but the point is that you have some free content rather than zero free content. Our full episodes, by the way, are always available at Blaze TV as an audio podcast download as well. Well, last week, without warning or notice, YouTube demonetized my entire channel for what they say is harmful or hateful content, which they define as content that is incendiary, demeaning, or promoting violence or hatred, especially on the basis of protected characteristics. Quite subjective language, isn't it? But of course, that's the point. Left-wing radicals can promote ideas that all conservatives are literal Nazis, white supremacists, killing grandmas for not wearing masks, the list goes on. But God forbid I sit here and say something like, Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina, which, by the way, was something we all agreed upon up until about five freaking minutes ago. Now, when it comes to harmful content, which is actually harmful, promoting the mutilation of children, which one? Promoting the mutilation of children or advocating to protect children from irreversible harm. Which one to you is harmful? Now, I did mention that these are benevolent overlords at YouTube because they have given me the opportunity to appeal the decision once I remove the content that triggered them. They just don't give me any indication at all what exactly it is that they want me to remove, knowing I don't have time to sift through every single episode to look for and edit out any offending remarks. Oh, but I'm sure that's not intentional. Now, many of you have des expressed your desire for us to offer the show on Rumble or perhaps do what Matt Walsh just did when they tagged him several weeks ago over the same allegations. I see you. I hear you. Want you to know I agree with you and I will continue to advocate for that. But ultimately, that decision is not made by me, but by Blaze Management. Either way, I will continue to say what is true. I will continue to advocate for children and work to protect them from harm. And if that hurts someone's feelings, I don't give a as always, I appreciate all of you being on the journey with me now to get to the news of the day and here to discuss the headlines today. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and yeah, pass, yeah, it, pass, it, right? pass it the damn I'm going to take the swear jar. I, that was not in the script, but I said it anyway. Uh, here to discuss the headlines today. We have the full KGB show. We've got Blake Cresses. We've got Gabe Victor, And we've got Caden Lopez. And they walked in here looking like they were Secret Service. So happy to be here. You know, we dialed up a little three of the same when it comes to the suits. Uh, I think we're looking fantastic, boys. <laughs> I would, you know, and I got to say, you know, you get demonetized on YouTube. And then you're just like, screw it. Let me bring on the three like least filtered voices in the Dallas-Fort Worth area who say the most outrageous stuff on their YouTube channel. 
uh, and with, without a care yeah. in the world. Let's just make things worse. Let's, let's yeah. bring back one of the guys from one of the episodes that got taken. Yeah, down. real. This like, is like my rebooted debut on the news and why, because, you know, it was the, uh, I won't even mention the situation, I guess, because maybe yeah. it was unfortunate in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I will have some questions for my producer after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I want to, uh, let's get to this um, story about this illegal immigrant. Mm. So uh, over the weekend, this was Friday evening, an illegal immigrant, um, this is the story, is all, you have to say allegedly for legal purposes, mm. but this uh, illegal immigrant was in Cleveland, Texas. This is a suburb of Houston. And I, I use the term suburb loosely because this is a very, very, very small town. And this man was shooting an AR-15 style rifle in his yard. His neighbors approached him and they said, um, hey, can you please stop shooting this because our baby is sleeping and we would like for you to not shoot your gun anymore at 11 o'clock at night. Seems like a reasonable uh, ask. Well, uh, the man went to this family who had just asked him that and brutally killed five family members just in cold blood out in the middle of the lawn um, where some of them were laid out, uh, you know, it, protecting the, the young ones. So this, the people killed in the shooting, 25-year-old, 21-year-old, 31-year-old, 18-year-old, and 9-year-old. And so now uh, the FBI, along with local law enforcement, are offering a total of $130,000 for his whereabouts. Um, now, the left will tell you that this is a gun problem. Right. This is this is the gun. We got to take the AR-15s. This man has been deported at least five times. We now know five times this Mexican national has been deported and he just whoop, comes right back over because, as we all know, at this table, we have a completely open border with a border patrol who is told to do nothing, to literally stand by. And w if they're not standing by and watching these people walk past, they're just helping them by processing them and giving them the appropriate paperwork and sending them on their way. So this man now is wanted. I don't think we're going to find him because I think no. he's back in Mexico at this point. But how laughable that even the law enforcement officials have been saying, make sure to go look at the border because he may be trying to sneak back into Mexico. Our border is a joke. Yeah. It's a total joke. And somehow the left wants to have this conversation about the gun. Well, guess what? If you make all the laws on the books about the guns, this illegal immigrant who was already here illegally, who already broke the law multiple times it just in being here, isn't going to give a crap about a new stupid law that you have. He had the gun illegally. He was here illegally. Everything about it was illegal. You can't make it more illegaler. Yeah. You know, we live in a very terrifying world already. I think statistics show that 50% of murders in this country actually go unsolved, mm -hmm. which just think about for think about that for a second. 50% of murderers are getting away with their crimes, okay? And that to me kind of necessitates a need to believe in God because if there's no justice for these people, then, you know, I'd go insane quite frankly. But then the left has to exacerbate that by having a completely wide open border and importing millions and millions and millions of people from third world crime infested countries and at the same time advocate for taking away your protections, uh, your ability to defend yourself in your Second Amendment. You know, there's a movie, Gabe, you love this movie very much because the father survived, right? I believe, I believe the, so. The father survived. Okay, see, that's just an absolute nightmare. Mm -hmm. There's a movie called Law Abiding Citizens oh, this is where a man's family is murdered and uh, <laughs> It just it that movie is really I think it's very telling about how our justice system 
uh, sort of just doesn't do its job to the mm. to its full extent. I don't know. What do y'all think? Yeah, no, it our justice system right now doesn't work. But also, like all the people in power that are controlling the narrative of how the American people should think on issues like this are all corrupt, and we know that their entire goal is just to allow more illegals to flood in and to take away all of our protection, like Blake said. Yeah. Now, I don't know if the gun was Mexican. If the gun was Mexican, maybe they'd allow you know the, it to cross the border yeah. legally, and uh, and it wouldn't be that big of a problem. But I'd imagine that, like you said, it was illegal. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he if he got it here. But if you got it there, you know, maybe it is illegal <laughs> to, to have it in America. Right. Right. Going right. Over right. Mexico. Um, right. Yeah, this guy comes over. Oh, he shoots people, take away the guns, take away the guns. What are you talking? How am I supposed to protect myself? This guy's loose in a small town in Texas. And the unsolved murders, a lot of those are in big cities where cops are also told to do nothing. Border mm-hmm. Patrol, like you mentioned, is told to do nothing. So it comes from the top down. And whoever is overseeing all of this... Um, they're the ones giving orders to let these people free. My view on the left is literally, and I say this all the time, everything they do is meant to kill you. They serve no purpose other than to lie, kill, and destroy. I mean, these people can't, look at the physiognomy of the left, right? These people have never built anything. We hear critical race theory all the time. Take it back a notch to critical theory. Literally, all they serve to do is criticize. Mm -hmm. Uh, They offer no actual solutions. Just tear down everything that has been built by people who are much smarter and better looking than me. That's the leftist mentality. And they hate us, and they want us dead. So they release criminals. They release murderers in all these big cities like Caden was talking about. Mm-hmm. They flood our they flood our nation with third world immigrants and they take away our guns. And, and they take away our guns. They'd never take away the guns of the illegals. You know, like this guy or, probably still owns that AR-15. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they won't take away the guns of the people, of the of the insane leftists who are hiding out uh, at these drag shows to, to guard the public displays of pedophilia. Either. Right, yeah. right. Or when they're at uh, Chaz or Chop or whatever the Real. hell the name is now, you That's know, totally in Seattle, that, yeah. where they're passing out. They're literally passing out AR-15s, and that is all totally fine. Um, But uh, how dare you, law-abiding citizen who, you know, is is here legally, how dare you try to to use that to protect yourself? Or, I don't know, just have it for fun. I don't care. It's just, it's that your, it's your Second Amendment right. Um, So I want to, I want to play just a little flashback because a very, very good president that we very recently had uh, warned us that there would be rapists and murderers and all sorts of bad seeds crossing the border, and he was told that he was the worst person ever for saying something like that. Watch. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? So beautiful. You know, you said very good president. Perhaps I would say the greatest. The greatest. The, I love hearing him speak. It's just so inspirational. I don't think anyone else has as good of a voice as Donald Trump. We need that energy back, okay? I mean, this guy literally got away got away with, uh, and he won the election by calling Mexicans, calling these illegal immigrants rapists, drug dealers, and murderers. And it's true. It's literally the case. I Uh, think one of the most important parts of that is when he says, and some, I assume, are good people, right? Obviously. But is that worth the risk to the American people to have those few good ones with all the bad that's happening? Of course not. And I think messaging is another very important topic when you see a situation like this. Um, Take, what was it, Parkland? Mm -hmm. That was the big school shooting from 2018, I believe. Um, Whenever a school shooting happens or there's a massacre, the faces of the victims are plastered on every TV ever, you know, say their names and whatnot. 
Um, the right doesn't do that effectively. You know, no. when an illegal immigrant murders an entire family, I mean, part of it's because we don't have the institutional power. Obviously, we don't control the mainstream media, and thus we can't control the narrative. But we we don't do that. We don't play to emotions. We make these arguments about well. Uh, well, what qualifies as an assault rifle? You know, oh, what does AR stand for? An AR-15. We try to do these gotchas instead of playing to emotions, which is far more effective, particularly with you know the female vote. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to switch gears here and talk about Jeffrey Epstein uh, mm-hmm. for a few minutes. So there has been a newly released private calendar that belonged to Jeffrey Epstein that revealed several prominent figures who met with him. There's one that we've got a pretty open-ended uh, question mark as to what possible reason Jeffrey Epstein would have to be meeting with him. That is the now director, the current director of the CIA, William Burns. So in 2014, uh, this is William Burns, who was then Obama's deputy secretary of state. He had three meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. um, And look, this was after he had already been convicted, that he was convicted and served jail time for sex crimes in in 2008. This is 2014. Obama's deputy secretary of state is meeting with Jeffrey Epstein three times. That's a little odd. What could po- what what could possibly yeah. be the reason for these elites meeting up with Jeffrey Epstein? What could they possibly be getting up to in what? that little blue the chapel? Man, yeah. The Did, man who worked I mean, for Hillary Clinton is working with Jeffrey was working with the Jeffrey Epstein. What a surprise! Specify what kind of meeting this was because oh they, they were, can't. I mean <laughs> they just have to stay silent, you know, because the government right now like they're it's like this is released right. This is like a release calendar. Mm-hmm. That is the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to this stuff with Epstein. So my big question is, who's going to investigate it? The FBI? No, yeah, this like is exactly right. ran by the FBI. Epstein's friends. Yeah, so uh, this is going to go unve- uninvestigated. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to forget about it in about 34 seconds. And then this guy is just going to, you know, do whatever he does behind closed doors. Make and money. the American people will suffer because of it. I mean, there's no... Look, Bohemian Grove, everybody knows what Bohemian Grove is. The fact that we had in 2004, both sides of the political spectrum, both of the presidential candidates were members of the Skull and Bone Society. Mm -hmm. And they were both asked about this, like, hey, what's that all about? And they said, oh, well, it's a secret, you know, it's a secret society. And everybody just laughs it off. People let, and part of it's the fault of the American people. I mean, we just let them get away with all this shady, disgusting nonsense. It's the memory holding. Memory holding is the most dangerous thing that you can do as an American, is completely forgetting about the most integral, like, moments that happen over the years. The most important, like, big issue moments, like, for example, the shooting that happened in Tennessee, people aren't talking about that anymore, right? Waukesha massacre. Exactly. I that name. I don't know. They'll bring it up, like, in passing here or there, like, to reference it. But no one, like, actually talks about it anymore. Like, where are the the families up to? Like, what are they up to right now? Or the fact that uh, they want to try to pretend that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Exactly, right? People forget about that. They're like, oh, he committed suicide. Like, that's just the narrative now. And we don't, and the tapes are mysteriously lost, and how did he get the... The the guards, Yeah, yeah, the guards were gone. Oops, we didn't see it. All of these mysterious coincidental things happened. There's some Um, other names on that list, right? There were Rothschilds. mm -hmm. uh, Rothschilds meetings. uh, I forget some of the other. And, yeah, so there was an Obama White House attorney at the time Catherine Rumler, who went on to become Goldman Sachs' top lawyer in 2020. Uh, He also planned for her to join him in 2015 on a trip to Paris and in 2017 to visit his private island in the Caribbean. And, of course, but just know now, she says she now regrets ever knowing Jeffrey Epstein. 
It's yeah. just that she after, took all the trips, even yeah, after the yeah. sex crimes and all of that. But now she wants you to know she totally regrets it. You know, look, I recommend everyone out there, you know, look up some of this John Podesta artwork. If you want this to make a little more sense to you, look up John Podesta's art collection, all right? Uh, viewer discretion advised. It's really horrifying, disgusting <laughs> no. stuff. But, no kidding. Uh, it'll put things into context and also have you wondering, like, why aren't people talking about this? Yeah, you know? these, these are the types of people who are running the show. And yeah. it's very terrifying when you uh, learn what all they're about. Um, all right. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We will be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor Raycon. So Raycon, they, I use these. I've bought them for family members. Um, they are these audio uh, earbuds that they go all the way in your ear because I don't know why you people buy earbuds that have stems that stick out. It's just going to weigh your ear down and it's going to make it so that you bend over and it falls out because of stupid stem. Don't do that. Just get Raycon, because you're going to spend way more if you go do the stem ones or another brand. You don't have to, okay? Raycon, you're going to be getting the same premium audio quality, but it's going to be at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want it, without breaking the bank. They've got something for everyone there. They've got all sorts of different colors. I got my mom some pink ones, okay? So whatever you want. Um, they've also got the noise canceling, the big headphones, if that's what you'd prefer. I'm just saying you need to go check them out. You don't need to be paying an arm and a leg for your earbuds. Right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout for the pay now, pay later options. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. Go there now. It is buyraycon.com slash why. Get 15% off of your Raycon order at B-U-Y, buyraycon.com slash why. Thank you to those who are watching on Blaze TV. We appreciate you being a subscriber now more than ever because we don't know how much longer I have here on YouTube, if you, those of you are watching this on YouTube. So, I don't know, while I'm here, make sure that you uh, hit the like button, subscribe, and comment. Let us know what you think of the news of the day. Let us know what you think of YouTube censoring me. Let us know what you think of that. All right. Um, so let's go to Bud Light. Bud Light, man, they are taking all the L's, but they're all self-induced, I would say. So Bud Light aired a new commercial during the NFL draft, hoping to win back the millions of customers that they lost after they, you know, partnered with Dylan Mulvaney, thought that would be a good idea. And uh, so they filmed this commercial at a country concert and added in Zach Brown's popular song, Chicken Fried. And they thought, Mm, this is going to get back all these patriotic country music lovers. All we have to do is pander to them, and they'll just come right back. They'll forget what happened, and they'll come right back. Here is uh, some of that ad watch. Look at that. All these country music lovers enjoying their Bud Light. Oh, wow. Well, um, this uh, commercial had 10 million views on YouTube, but they did turn the comments off. Brutal. So yeah, the you'll saddest, never know what they were trying to say. The saddest part to me is the fact that, like, I'm very disappointed in the Zach Brown band because they had to, like, al yeah. allow that mm -hmm. song to appear in that commercial. Well, so is it uh, that really hurts my or soul. Or is it their label? Because labels right. yeah, 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 can, you know, yeah, that's true. songs. Right. That's true. You know, they had to air this during the NFL draft. 
maybe the NFL should take a note that probably a lot of consumers of, you know, football, a lot of people love football, are, you know, not for all of this crazy left-wing stuff. You know, that in, in uh, football stadiums, on a lot of the end zones and a lot of the helmets, it says, like, end racism. Yeah. It's like, and all right. Haven't they put pride cares? flags on, too? They, is that I'm like sure a hockey thing or That's, is that a soccer thing? It's more of a soccer thing. I mean, thing. yeah, they Germany is, hockey. Yeah. Germany's okay. soccer team for the World Cup, they were all wearing these, like, gay pride bands. They were the winners in 2014, I believe, and then they, they lost in the first round many such to cases. Japan. All right? Like, they, like the best, <laughs> one of the best teams in the world lost to, like, some of the worst teams in the world, and it was literally the band. You know, I was really worried about this happening because remember that Budweiser commercial that also dropped of like the mm-hmm. horse running around? The Clydesdales. Yeah, I, I feel like this has happened on many occasions where a company has done something extremely far left and they make up for it by making these commercials with like pretty much meaningless patriotic pandering, like just flying American flags or pictures of like prairies and farms thinking we're stupid enough to fall for it. And maybe it's because in the past, you know, we have. I mean, we've let companies get away with being far left for a very long time. Hell, we've shilled for them for far too long, you know, the the, the party of, of big corporations. Um, but hopefully, I think this time, we're not going to fall for it. The only way we can forgive Bud Light, if we ever can, I mean, don't try, it's disgusting yeah. beer anyway, yeah. it's so much better. But the only way we can forgive it is if they very explicitly come out and say, we're sorry what they did wrong and why it is wrong. You know, they have to explain to us, you know, the reason why putting Dylan Mulvaney, a disgusting, mentally ill man on a beer bottle, was a bad idea because it's perverted. Mm. You know, know, I'm sure, like, the moment they realized, like, oh, we really messed up when, in my opinion, one of the best 90s country artists, Travis Tritt, said, there's going to be no Bud Light at any of my shows for the rest of, you know, ever. Um, And then they're like, all right, well... A lot of country folk like Bud Light, so we're kind of screwed. Yeah. Um, I know the kickback for Bud Light was bigger than I've seen for a lot of companies, so at least yeah. there, there's something positive. This has been like said. the only successful conservative boycott in in history, yeah. at least in modern history. I mean, come on. Why, why, do, why do you guys think that is? Why was it this one? Because it's, it's, it's what rednecks love. Yeah, rednecks, <laughs> yeah. rednecks all don't like leftist l- stuff. They all love beer. They all loved Bud Light. Like, we have a friend who was in the military, ex-military. He used to buy like a 32-pack of tall Bud Bud Light and down that within a weekend, right? You didn't need and to out him as an alcoholic. I didn't say his name. No, no, no. He's cool. We Look, love him. Nice okay, guy. I hope he gets help. No, no, no. He's he doesn't drink help. anymore, actually. Okay. 25 days yeah. sober. Okay, he's good. Good sober. for him. And I wonder if he's sober because of the Dylan Mulvaney thing. Maybe Possibly. that's an upside, you know? Yeah. Like Dylan Mulvaney got people off, getting you know, right next getting alcohol. Real. Well, don't give Dylan Mulvaney credit for that. No, no, no. I'm not. We hate or we very much dislike everything Biden's done, but, you know, abortion was banned. Mm-hmm. Or Roe v. Wade was overturned, yeah. all right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a positive there. You know, we, we strongly dislike Dylan Mulvaney, but rednecks are getting sober. Yeah, yeah it, it, it is fascinating. It's also very insulting for me personally because I work so hard to try to convince women, stop giving these places your, you know, your dollars, stop shopping at these places that are clearly catering. Oh, and by the way, if you're conservative, literally hate you and wish you didn't exist. And I always say that the the trans issue is um, the greatest definition of the patriarchy that you could ever have because it is a man who is literally taking over a woman's space. Like, if that isn't the... Pat- I, I never believed in a patriarchy, but if that isn't the patriarchy, I don't know what is. But then, on top of that, the only people who could actually put a stop to this and do something about it was men. 
Yeah. It was you guys. You know, Sarah, you're, you're very correct here about transgenderism being a, a grave offense, all right? It is terrible and is very offensive to women. But who allows this to happen? Who are the people in Dylan Mulvaney's mm-hmm. Instagram, like, commenting, yes, queen? Mm-hmm. It's always women. Yeah. Women overwhelmingly vote for Democrats. Women are overwhelmingly the ones transing their children when they get a divorce. I've never seen, I've never seen a husband get a divorce and then go on and trans their kid. Well, so, that one you know, guy on TikTok. Okay, well, he, he sounds like a moron. But, you know, I, I think even something as small as the concept of, like, the gay best friend, okay? Mm-hmm. Females, overwhelmingly, are the ones who are allowing this mm-hmm. to happen. And mm-hmm. obviously, I'm not saying all, okay, because we have our lovely conservative women out there. Sarah Gonzalez probably being the all-time greatest <laughs> example. We love her so much. But, uh, but it's Aww. true. It's true. Women are the ones who are allowing their spaces to be infiltrated, who are allowing these men to show up in their locker rooms. I mean, why, why, are, why do over 50% of women vote for Democrats? You know? Yeah, and we know that people that, these dudes that try to transition, we know that all, or a lot of what they're looking for, they have a lot of like father issues, mm-hmm. you know, family issues, and they're just, they're like seeking some sort of love or acceptance, and they know women will give it to them, so what better than to just cut off your penis and oh you'll get love and acceptance? You know, I really hate the fact that we have to talk about the trans issue so much because mm-hmm. In and of itself, it is so vulgar and graphic. It makes our words filthy, okay? We have to be talking about, we have to use the terms penis and vagina on a daily basis. Like, why do we have to do that? Mm-hmm. But, but it is something that we have to do. We cannot avoid this. We can't shut up about this. I mean, people talk about, oh, it's culture war nonsense. You are facilitating the molestation of children, all right? Yeah. We, this is the most important issue in the country. Um, I could not agree more. Um, All right, let's go ahead and let's take another quick break, and then we will be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, Consumer Tax Advocate. All right, if you are one of the few who, you know, you did the tough thing during COVID, you paid your people, and you pulled your business through the pandemic, and now doing the tough thing could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee over at covidtaxrelief.org. Government funds are available to reward companies with two or more employees who stayed open during COVID. This is not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. It's very complicated uh, learning, figuring out what all the nuances to this program, but nobody knows more about it than the CPAs and tax experts at covidtaxrelief.org. You're gonna pay nothing up front. They do all the work and share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans, even if you had increases in sales. So if you are one of the few who, you know, you did the tough thing for your employees during COVID, let covidtaxrelief.org help you get up to $26,000 per employee over at covidtaxrelief.org. That is covidtaxrelief.org. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy uh, had quite the moment over the weekend with Meet the Press's Chuck Todd when Chuck Todd pressed him on, uh, you know, well, what about this gender issue? You know, you're saying some controversial things like there's only two genders. Explain yourself. Watch. 
But below the age of 18, I think it's perfectly legitimate to say that we won't allow genital mutilation or chemical castration through puberty blockers You're for the purpose of that, gender transition. But how do you know it's that? Again, how do you know, are, are you confident that you know that gender uh, is uh, as binary as you're describing it? Are you confident that it isn't a spectrum? I am. Uh, you know I'm, this as a scientist? Well, there's there's two X chromosomes if you're a woman, an X and a Y. That means there's you're a, a man. There's a lot of scientific research out there. There's a lot of scientific research out there that says gender is a spectrum. Mm. Chuck, I, I respectfully disagree. Gender dysphoria for most of our history, all the way through the DSM-5, has been characterized as a mental health disorder. And I don't think it's compassionate to affirm that. I think that's cruelty. When a kid is crying out for help, mm -hmm. what they're asking for is, you gotta ask the question of, what else is going wrong at home? What else is going wrong at school? Let's be compassionate and get to the heart of that rather than playing this game as though we're actually changing right. our medical understanding but for the last I, I go 100 back years. To this. Vivek Ramaswamy running as a Republican in the presidential election. Um, and look, I, I, like, I'm not going to vote for the guy, <laughs> but, I but I appreciate him going on these platforms that don't typically get this type of pushback, right? Like yeah, you yeah. saw Chuck Todd was very surprised oh, yeah. that, that Vivek would dare say the things that he said. Um, he even prefaced it with, you know, as a scientist, do you, can you yeah, back that up? As a scientist, as if you need to be a scientist to understand what, again, I said this at the top of the show, what we all knew to be true up until five minutes ago. I mean, Vivek is probably smarter than most scientists out there, at least today. Um, well, the sci science today is just a cult. It's pseudoscience. Yeah. You, know, you could say that it is like a legitimate science, but it's a, a legitimate pseudoscience is fake. The same scientists who told you that masks work and, you know, that you yeah. needed to get an experimental job in order to participate in society, and it definitely worked until it didn't, and then you had to take a million more. I mean, these are, these are the same sci the scientists who say that climate change is real and that we're all going to die in seven years is it six now? I don't know. I can't keep track. I mean, these are the scientists that they want to quote. Mr. Todd said, that's his name, Chuck Todd, right? He said, yeah, don't, don't call him Mr. I don't want to give him that type of. <laughs> Chuck. Yeah, our boy respect. Chuck. Our boy Charlie <laughs> coming, out, coming out here saying there's uh, multitudes of scientific evidence proving that gender is a spectrum. What field of science could that possibly be? Is that like psychiatry? Do we count psychiatry as a science? I mean, can we really do that? That stuff's fake, man. I'm going to say some controversial stuff. I truly believe, first of all, being gay used to be considered a mental disorder, too. And mm -hmm. I would still consider a mental disorder. Yeah. I know you two would. Well, you guys are uh, really yeah. trying it, to get me kicked off. Well, no, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. But I'm I mean, sorry. it's, it's true. Be it, it, it is something that people no longer have the propensity to create life, right? Like our purpose is to be fruitful and multiply. These people are wanting to get into relationships where it's literally impossible to do yeah, that. If there's something so. in your brain telling you not to reproduce, there's something wrong with you. But I consider mental illnesses, I consider all of them to just be demons, okay? Even things as small as like depression and, and anxiety. I view these things as demons that through proper spiritual and biblical assistance uh, can be ridded away from you. But, uh, but yeah, we cannot allow the, I mean, being gay used to be considered a mental disorder. And then the LGBT mafia, they got, they were all up in arms. It was literally all political pressure that caused them to remove it from the, uh, I forget the name of the DSM. Book, but yeah, the DSM. But they're going to try to do the same things with transgenderism. And we, we really cannot allow this. Yeah. yeah the, you know, this is a big left wing, you know, news site. And a guy, they let this guy who they probably didn't know what he stood for, but yeah. they're like, oh, he's running for president as a Republican. Maybe we can 
you know, maybe he'll say something that is like slightly left wing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he got on or the major we, platform or, and said it. So proud yeah. of that guy. I or guess. maybe Chuck Todd thought like, huh, I'm going to school him today. And it just yeah, did not end work. up working Look, that Vivek, way. Vivek, smart guy. All right. Yes. Sorry, yeah, but we're don't on the run Trump for president. Train, yeah. Don't run for president. Run for something else. Yeah, seriously. So I want to get to. I recognize this guy. I, I know. Yeah, I want to get to. Oh. oh, God. These guys, you mentioned demons earlier. Yeah, like, yeah. I think these guys qualify here. Um, we, we know these kids. Yeah, I we, have, we used to have we debates have, with these kids on TikTok. No. Yeah, typical Democrat, the guy on the right side, I have his phone number, like, in my contact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, so this is Harry Sisson, and uh-huh. who's yeah. the other sissy? I don't know the other guy. Yeah. We, we only know we Harry. Only know we know Harry. typical Democrat. Yeah. Okay, all right. And they have been making these <laughs> awful videos that are like... <laughs> I'm riding with Biden. Who are you riding with Biden? I mean, it is so bad. Uh, I want to play uh, one of these videos because they, well, as I'm, before I do that, let me say uh, it was learned over the weekend that these guys are being paid by a management group who was paid over $200,000 by the DNC to spout political talking points and do these videos. Here's what those look like. Watch. What the Republican Party doesn't understand about Gen Z is we don't like you. You claim you want to appeal to Gen Z, but you call us stupid, you say we're dumb, you say we're indoctrinated. I promise it's a losing strategy. And Gen Z is watching the Republican Party extremely closely as they destroy our environment, take rights away from women, do nothing about kids being shot in schools. And if they think they can give the middle finger to our generation and get away with it, they're sorely mistaken. Bro, pounds. I've always wanted to tell typical Democrat, that's his TikTok handle, by the way, Harry. Oh, he's got another one. I've always wanted to tell him, like, if he just spent a day in the gym, he would be based. Okay, like, I swear, he's a good looking dude. He's got good physiognomy. If he would just, like, do a push up, get the testosterone going, all this stuff would stop. It's true. He is very beta. I mean, I look at him and I'm like, man, he is he already on estrogen? It kind of looks like it. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, and I like how he, how he has to mention the Republican Party hates young people. Kamala Harris, you know, this age range, 18 to 24, are the stupidest people. Dude, the, mm-hmm. It was so yeah, it hilarious. The, the constant, like, they think we're being indoctrinated, then spews, like, multiple just <laughs> brainwashed You're points. literally paid by the DNC, my guy. <laughs> what? And, like, look, I respect it, okay? It's fine. He's doing it. I mean, it's terrible content. It's terrible content. It's horrible. But, like, look, he's, getting getting, money. he's getting money, you know? He's, he's doing <laughs> Doing, doing his thing. Don't hate the player, hate the yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he had to, because of this, this was Twitter community notes, by the way, uh-huh. who kind of fact-checked his uh, one of his tweets with the video and said that, uh, you know, they, they were being paid. These influencers were being paid by a company that was being paid by the DNC. <laughs> and so he had to come out and make a video that was like, uh, I'm not getting any money from this. I, these are just my talking points that I came up with. Watch. So some MAGA trolls have been claiming that I'm a shill paid for by the DNC and I don't actually believe what I say. If I've learned anything in my time making content on the internet, it's always a losing battle to feed the trolls. So I'm only going to address this once. I have never been paid by the DNC ever. In fact, any content I've ever been sponsored to post has been labeled as such as required by law. I suppose it's worth mentioning that I've never been paid by Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, or the deep state either. The best part is this grand conspiracy the liberal Illuminati has been hiding from them is Mm. literally just a Washington Post article. And if Mm -hmm. they actually read the article, they would see that no creator was paid anything. It's just that they paid the company that then paid you. Yeah. 
This is giving me PTSD, okay? No, it literally. The countless hours spent back in the day, you know, on t- we had the TikTok political drama, uh, making stitches of each other's videos, arguing with each other, having debates. It was good times, but, uh, but this kid was always a thorn, you know? Yeah, and it's funny because if he backs the DNC, right, he loves them, why would he not just come out and say and that he's say that I'm being paid. If yeah. Trump was paying me to yeah. make videos, oh, dude, yeah, dude, I would, I, and they were like, oh, you're getting paid by Trump. I'd be like, yeah, dude, that's our guy. Like, why are you not confident? In I get to say things. I get yeah. to say things that I would typically say, but also get like money in my pocket. Yeah. Right. I'm not admit yeah. to that. This, the way that it gives me PTSD is I'm not sure if both of you remember us three were part of a, the biggest right wing page on TikTok up until it got banned called the Republican hype house had 1.3 million followers. All right. Then election starts coming around and there is an account that is literally just instated with bot followers called Gen Z for Biden with all these left wing like big creators. It was the most artificial BS I've ever seen because everything we did was like natural, right? It was over time. I was in my bedroom making videos. I get a text from a dude named Kevin. Shout out, Kevin. I haven't talked to you in a long time, but love you, dude. (laughs) Um, He's like, hey, man, you want to like start making videos for this account? And that's how I met these guys. Real. The left wing, they have to instate Mm -hmm, everything. mm -hmm. Very corporate. Very corporate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, By the way, I know we have to go to break, but I just would like to, I I feel like it cannot be emphasized enough that anyone who uses the term Biden with Biden unironically (laughs) is getting paid. (laughs) Like, they're not, that's not something that a normal person would say if it wasn't a script that they were being told to use. Just wanted to make that clear. Real, we'll, man. we'll be right back. Wish that guy Over the weekend, uh, the annual correspondence dinner, White House correspondence dinner, was held. I am shocked that they still do it. I don't know why anyone attends. Oh, that's right. It's because it's a bunch of journalists who are very self-important. They consider themselves to be the most important pieces of America, and they want to make sure everyone else knows it. But uh, they propped up the president. He was able to make it through a couple of sentences, I guess, without, you know, collapsing. And uh, he decided to take a jab at Tucker Carlson for uh, his recent departure at Fox News. Watch. Well, the truth is, we really have a record to be proud of. Vaccinated the nation, transformed the economy. Mm, Sure did. Earned historic legislative victories and midterm results, but the job isn't finished. I mean, it is finished for Tucker Carlson. (laughs) What are you moan about like that? Like you think that's not reasonable? Give me a break. Just give me a break. Look, like I often say, we poison the nation. We've got inflation at a record high. We're getting great journalists fired. It's and over. then we yeah, yeah. exactly. He, he basically just that was him saying in different words that I bought Fox News. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, donors it's, certainly. It's, it's just hilarious because it's like. Tucker will still be Tucker whenever oh, yeah. he goes on to do something, and it will be much bigger than it ever was at Fox News. I'm not sure if you guys things. saw that post by Benny Johnson, I believe, on Twitter, but Tucker, in, I believe, less than 24 hours, got 40-something million views oh, yeah. on his first appearance by himself mm-hmm. compared to the, what, uh, one million people that were watching Fox News that same night? Actually, Dude. I think it, I, I saw the numbers. It was, it was like 300,000 people less, that yeah. watched his time slot. Dude, 
he and he's going to be talking about all sorts of things that he can never get away with. All right, mm -hmm. we're talking about demographic change. We're talking about vaccines. I've whispered to maybe keep your show on the air. Um, he's going to be talking about the Uniparty, Listen, war, all sorts of stuff. Nobody says the the most inflammatory things about vaccines as much as me. So yeah, you, that will not that will be on me, not on you. Quite frankly, like TV is dying. You know, yep. Fox, yep. NBC, all these main channels are dying. Yep. Places like this are on the rise. Yeah, right? But you know, as John said, oh sorry, finish. No, okay, no, as John said, <laughs> as John said, TV is still relatively huge and uh, we do it is a net loss to lose this established very important beachhead as he referred to Tucker so so I want to play another clip here of uh, Joe trying to embrace this dark Brandon meme and it, I just it just is very uncomfortable for me to watch take a look Roy the podium is yours I'm gonna be fine with your jokes but I'm not sure about Dark Brandon. Ooh, a really old, frail, elderly dementia patient putting on aviators. Oh no, I'm so nervous. Dude, that's sad in the same way that like they try to make these new Terminator movies where Arnold is like 80 yeah. years old and yeah. he's like still trying to be a badass. Um, yeah, that was really unfortunate. Dude, I thought the whole Dark Brandon thing was like the biggest, it, it was a right-wing joke. Like the yeah. right started that, right? And this is just him trying to capitalize off it and trying to turn it into his own thing. Cause you know, the left-wing uh, Redditors, you know, like the, mm -hmm. the Reddit types, I'm not sure if any of your viewers are ever on Reddit, but the Reddit types, they're all gonna be soy jacking over this. They're gonna yeah. be like, oh my goodness, he did the thing. No. So. The original Dark Brandon was like, Biden gets elected, Syrian children, and it's like the Doomer, <laughs> you know, it's just over for them. So I want to play one more uh, short little clip here of, well, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend got invited to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. They must, they're just giving these invitations out to anyone nowadays. And it's fascinating. You know, you talk about these people being so self-important and considering themselves above all of us, right? They are the elites. You are the peons. Nothing could be more representative of that than Chrissy Teigen bringing, like, three extra servants to hold her dress up while she walks down the street to the entrance. So you can see these women walking behind her, holding the train of her dress so that she can hold hands with her annoying husband and walk to the gala. There's nothing more representative of how the left feels they are when it comes to them thinking that they are much more important than anyone else. Yeah, much more important. I didn't even know who Chrissy Teigen was. Is I thought that was Ken. Dude, I thought that was Kendall Jenner and like Bruno Mars. I, I didn't know who. <laughs> well, there are overlords, right? These are the types of people showing up at Bohemian Grove and hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. So yeah. on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'd like to end the show with a lovely little montage of Kamala Harris and her word salad and her obvious favorite phrase, which is, by what has been, watch. I can imagine what can be and be unburdened by what has been, you know? What can be, unburdened by what has been. What can be, unburdened by what has been. What can be, unburdened mm. by what has been. What wow. can be. Unburdened 
by what has been. Uh, what we can see, <laughs> what we believe can be, unburdened by what has been. What wow. can be, unburdened by what has <laughs> been. What can be, unburdened by what has been. What can be, unburdened by what has been. Who we can be, unburdened by who we have been. What can be, unburdened by what has been. Where we can be, unburdened by where we have been, and unburdened by where we are right now. Wow. Unburdened by what has been. What can be unburdened by what has been. What can be unburdened by what has been. Mm. I wasn't convinced after the first ten times, but the eleventh one sold me. So true. The <laughs> the poetic riz of Kamala Harris. She just earned my vote. Sorry. Okay, so question. We've, we've got like 30 seconds left on the show. Is she high all the time? Yeah, 100%. Yes, but, I mean, but in on what? On what? That's what I want to know. know. In in California, you know, she she went pretty hard on the marijuana stuff when she was right. When she was up there. Well, w- w- when you say that, you mean like the criminals, yeah. right? Who she threw in prison, and now it seems that she's just token it up every day. Yeah. Very weird. Um, but remember, eighty-one million votes. Joe and Kamala, safest and most secure election in United States history. Happened. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Uh, Thanks, guys, for being here. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.